Welcome to Shedding Shackles. Today's topic is finding the heavenly state. And now, here's your host, Roland Trujillo. Welcome. My name is Roland. The program is called Shedding Shackles. Let's begin by talking about meditation, what it is. Meditation. Let me see if I can explain it to you. It's very close to what some of the mystics, especially the mystics of the Catholic Church, like Teresa of Avila, St. John of the Cross, Brother Lawrence, St. Francis de Sales, people like that. It's very close to what they called contemplation. And it's also very very much what Paul said when he said to, told us to pray unceasingly, to pray unceasingly. And it's very, very close. In fact, Christ said it best in the Sermon on the Mount. My favorite translation is the, is the one by the Yonan Codex Foundation, a translation of the Kaboris manuscript, an ancient manuscript that was written in Aramaic. And the exquisite translation of the Beatitudes is a heavenly state. A heavenly state. You're familiar with, you know, blessed are the peacemakers and that sort of thing, but a heavenly state. And so, if you are praying unceasingly, you have a heavenly state. A heavenly state of mind. Do you have any idea what that is? You probably don't anymore, but you tasted of it when you were a little child. A long time ago when you were a little child, you lived in a beautiful world, and you leapt from bed in the morning, and you had no idea what the day would bring, except you knew it would bring adventures and discoveries. And everything was a delight to discover butterflies and pebbles and trees and flowers and little projects that you worked on and your pet. And everything was just an absolute delight. The stars. You lay upon the grass of a summer's evening and looked up at the stars. And it was wonderful while you were very close to this heavenly state. If you had hung on to it, if you had hung on to that, you would have been on a trajectory to God. And people like um, Moses, Noah, Isaiah, Elijah, Ruth, people like that, they found it. And people like, I think, I'm rather certain, I mean, I can tell. some. When I read some of the writings of some people, there's, it's, there's nothing there. There's no there there. Remember Gertrude Stein said, there's no there there. There's just no there there. But then others I read, and I can see that they get it. You know what I'm talking about. If you have a profession, for example, whatever it might be, and you encounter someone who who talks about your profession, and you can tell pretty quick whether they get it or not. 
Well, I can tell that someone like Teresa of Avila or St. John of the Cross or Brother Lawrence or Thomas Kempis, I can see that they get it. They get it. And so, now I lost my train of thought. I can't remember what I was talking about. Oh, yes, I was talking about, uh, they found it. They get it. They found it. And then they tried to help other people find it. But narrow is the way, Christ said. So, this heavenly state, you had it once. If you had it once, it means you can refine it. You can find it if you had it. But you just lost touch with it. Now you must refine it. What is ha- What happened? Someone upset you. They pressured you. They made it seem like you were wrong for what you said or what you did. They pressured you. They made you angry. They made you unhappy. They scared you. They rejected you. They teased you. And you became emotional and the emotions rose up. And when they did, they overwhelmed your consciousness. And before long, you lost. You got lost in the world like Alice in Wonderland. Now you must find your way back to the heavenly state. To the heavenly state. I'm a man with a microphone, so people ask, no, I don't have a church. I do not have a church. All that would do is cramp my style. And besides, I want to set you free. I want to set you free. Not tie you down with more church, more doctrines, more obligations, more labels. People say, I'm a this or I'm a that, or I'm a that or I'm a this. All it does is divide you up from the commonality, the brotherhood and sisterhood of humankind. That's all it does. I don't need any labels. I'm just a person. And I open my mouth and I talk. And if what I say strikes a responsive chord, then that's good. So let me recapitulate. Christ said it best. He called it a heavenly state. Paul said to pray unceasingly. That's what you need to find. Let me see if I can describe it for you a little bit more. Have you ever had a situation occur that was to maybe people of your family was troubling? Maybe a relative was sick or a relative died or something like that. And all around you, people were getting upset. But somehow, you were not upset. You were calm. You felt a little distant feeling. A little distant feeling. Almost like it was happening to someone else. I remember I had that when my father died. When my father died later... Yes, I wept a few tears for my father, but at the time, shortly after he passed away, I traveled to the city he had been living in. My uncle kind of took charge of everything. Very nice man. Very nice man. He took charge of things. And I felt a little distant. A little distant. Have you ever had a situation where you've been in danger? They once asked General Schwarzkopf about him. They said, have you, have you ever been in danger of your life? And he said, yes. And they said, what did you do? He said, well, I don't know how to, how to describe it exactly, but I sort of pulled in 
withdrew into myself somehow and pulled back a little bit. I pulled back and the danger passed and I was safe. Now are you getting the idea? Can you tie all of those together? A beautiful life of discovery when you were in your own little world when you were a child or when you had kind of a formal feeling. I think Emily Dickinson spoke of it in one of her poems, a formal feeling. And perhaps when you were in danger, you felt a little distant as if it were happening to someone else and then you were safe. Well, that's it. That's the heavenly state. You need to refine that. If you can find that little bit of distance, a little bit of detachment, now the Buddhists, they talk about detachment, don't they? Well, you know, they're on to something. They're on to something, but the only thing is for the, the real thing, the real detachment, there is a detachment from a little bit standing back from the world. See, it's not rejecting the world. Well, it is. It is rejecting the world, but not with resentment. See, the only way that you know how to reject something is with resentment or anger or tension. See, but there's a way of, of rejecting things without anger, without tension, without resentment. Just stand back from it. That's all. Maybe here's another example for you. Have you ever had like a toothache? And if you sit around and pay close attention to it, well, it, it, it's not so good. But when you have something to do, you have to go to work or something. And it's kind of in the background. It's not pleasant. You don't like it. You'd rather not have it. But it doesn't impede. It doesn't interfere. It's just sort of in the background. So you must find a way to go through life where you're a mom, you're a dad, you're a husband, you're a wife, you're a brother, sister, you're a student, you're a worker. And you still do all the things. You do your job, you study, you have recreation, everything. But just not so emotionally close. See, those emotions, those emotions slowly but surely tie you to the world. Mind, body, and soul, they tie you there. And then you're not free anymore. You're not free. It says in the Bible, where Christ is, then there is liberty. So you need to be free. And the, the way to be free is to begin by being less emotional and practicing the meditation that gives you that little distant feeling, that slight detachment. And then you'll be like a little child again. Didn't Christ tell us to become like a little child? Well, that's one of the things he was talking about. This is very important. I'm going to continue talking about it after this announcement. See, but here's the thing. Just hearing about religion, hearing about God, hearing about Jesus, is not enough. You have to experience Him in your innermost being. And what's blocking you right now from experiencing Him is undoubtedly resentment and being lost in your thoughts, lost in your daydreams and lost in your worries and doubts and fears. 
And so you have to learn how to stand back from those so you can get clear of them, okay? It's like coming up out of being under the ocean, coming up to the surface, and there's the blue sky and the puffy clouds, and you take a wonderful, deep breath of fresh air. That's what you need to do to come out of those daydreams that become nightmares. Rise above them and then find reality, the blue sky and the puffy clouds and where the birds are singing. And that's why I've made a little meditation, too. I've made a little meditation that has been very, very helpful to some people. It's been very helpful to me. And I think uh, could be just what, what you need if you really and truly want to get better, okay, and find out the purpose for your existence and find out just where you've been going wrong and what's been blocking you from finding all the good things that life can hold. Welcome back to Shedding Shackles. Shedding Shackles is supported by contributions from listeners like you. To view our many free resources and make a contribution, visit SheddingShackles.com. In the Epistle to the Romans, Paul tells us to not be overcome by evil, but to overcome evil with good. Overcome evil with good. Do you understand now? What happened was that you've been overcome by the world. Not that the people around you were evil, but there was something operating through them. Something operating through them that was an extension of, well, the original oppressor, the original tormentor, the original person who cast doubt into the mind of Adam. An extension of that entity, that being, that spirit. Let's just call it the spirit of the world. The spirit of the world. And it overcame you first by emotionalizing you. It overcame you by making you emotional, by upsetting you. You knew as a little child it was better. You wanted to remain calm. You didn't want to become upset, but the the pressure was relentless operating through people. The extension the unconscious extensions of that oppressive spirit, that tempting, that tormenting spirit, that teasing spirit, that challenging spirit, always challenging you to do more, to be more, to have more, never happy with what you are, always wanting more and more and more, never letting you just be. Well, so... You were emotionalized, so that was the beginning of it. Emotionalized, angered, upset, or excited. See? And little by little, you fell away from what you knew when you were a child, to that beautiful world in which you could have grown and flowered to become what you were meant to be. And so through emotion, you were overcome by the world. And then through resentment, you resented the world. If you resent anyone, if you've ever resented anyone, they overcame you. They took you away from love. They defeated your love. They made you resentful. They made you angry. How many of you have known someone, a boyfriend or a girlfriend or someone at the office, someone who made you resentful? And then you saw what they did. They saw that they got to you. And that made you resentful. You didn't want to see that they got to you. So you were resentful, and then you were resentful over being resentful and resentful that they got to you. 
and resentful that they saw that they got to you and resentful that other people saw that they got to you. See? And then they challenged you and teased you and said, well, you got to be more. You got to be more, 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 more classes, more study, more money, more things, more music, more marijuana, more work, more, more. And so before you know it, you kept pursuing something that you lost. See, and you thought you lost it in the world. See, they took it from you when they overcame you. And you thought you could re you could re-get it out there. So that all that did was intensify your craving for their love, for their approval, for their support, for their perks, for what the world seemed to offer. But what you lost was something within. You lost touch with your own ground of good from which all good could have come. All you have to do is refine it. It's so simple. All you have to do is refine it. And then stay close to it. Don't doubt it anymore. Cherish it. And then flower as a child of God in God's beautiful kingdom. Then you become an extension of the good instead of being instead of being a victim of the extension of the oppressor. You become an extension of good. Otherwise, that worldly spirit gets in you and then you become an oppressor to your own children, to other people. So refine your own inner ground of good. Become like a little child again in God's beautiful kingdom. Did you know that my most popular book is The Myths and Mysteries of Marriage, a spiritual and practical look at relationships. My favorite chapter is How to Forgive and Forget, The Myths and Mysteries of Marriage. Check it out at Amazon.com or SheddingShackles.com. For over 25 years, Roland Trujillo has been helping people shed the shackles of unhappy memories, consisting of upset, hurt feelings, and negative emotions that bind them to the past. Over the years, many people have listened to and benefited from Roland's positive message. Perhaps you, too, can discover the secret to becoming free from the past and moving forward to live a new life of joy and purpose. And now, here's your Shedding Shackles host, Roland Trujillo. So now before we run out of time, I want to tell you about something. Many years ago, I made a four-part meditation. I'm thinking that the last one I made like that was like maybe 15 years ago. Well, guess what? I just made a new one. All four parts have been redone. And they are just beautiful. They're exquisitely beautiful. And so now you don't have any excuse except for the devil. You know, you've seen the cartoons where you have like Daffy Duck or Elmer Fudd or someone there and, and there's a little devil on one shoulder and an angel on the other shoulder. And the angel saying one thing and the devil saying the other. Well, 
maybe now devil saying oh you don't need to meditate you already meditate they're all the same you've already meditated you've tried it it doesn't work Roland doesn't know what he's talking about blah 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 right well just let it go in one ear and out the other ignore it now listen to me instead of listening to him you've always listened to that voice down there it's misled you made you doubt yourself it's the spirit of the world that got inside you think it's you but never mind that right now just listen you don't have any excuse for not getting the meditation the four-part meditation it's just beautiful it's beautiful to listen to it's beautiful to practice it's just beautiful so you should get it now all you have to do is go to sheddingshackles.com and shedding shackles those are two words of course shedding shackles but there's no space between them or dash or anything, so it's just all run together. Shedding shackles. S-H-E-D-D-I-N-G-S-H-A-C-K-L-E-S, I think. I think that's it. Sheddingshackles.com. And then you click on meditation or something like that. You'll find it. It's the four-part meditation, the classic four-part meditation. You can listen to the first part free. Free. Okay. Now, if you want to get the whole thing, well, I think we ask for a donation of $10. You get the meditation to download immediately, right away, instant download. And you also get two e-books, Becoming a Friend of God and A Brief Introduction to Stress Management. They're beautiful books. And there's some other things, too. I forget what it is you get, but you get those. So, I just want you to know that I made a brand new four-part meditation, and it's beautiful. Now, I think I've laid it out pretty good today, haven't I? I I helped you to remember what you once had a long time ago, and what you need now. See, the only difference is is now you'll be an, an adult, not a little child. When you were a little child, You were easy to upset and so on, but not anymore. Now, you meditate for a little bit of mental distance. You go out in the world and you hear what people say, but it doesn't, won't affect you. It won't bother you. It won't upset you. And you'll be able to begin to see what they're up to. You'll see what they're, see the problem is you, you've seen what people are up to. Maybe you've you've experienced their deceit, see, and their treachery at first hand. (laughs) And they've lied to you and took advantage of you. So you've experienced that. But now, that see, that's made you what? Paranoid or it's made you resentful. So the minute you see someone like whoever it was that cheated you and then you hate them, you judge them. See, but that, that means they got to you. Remember? See? See, they got to you. You forgot about patience. You forgot, Remember? God said, vengeance or judgment is mine, saith the Lord. But you judged. So now let go of the judgment. Let go of the little ego high. Let go of the resentment. Let them go and just see people. Even if they're wrong, just see they're wrong. But don't hate them. Don't resent them. And then you know what? You're home free. Because then love can come from within. And warm your being and enlighten your way. It will become a lamp unto your feet. Do you have a question or comment? 
email us at sheddingshackles at yahoo.com. That's sheddingshackles at yahoo.com. So maybe now you've reached a point where you've seen how people lie to you, and so you've judged them and hated them. And maybe you just hid. You hid from the world, or you went out in the world and smiled, but underneath you were resentful. See? So what does that mean? It means they got to you. It means you were overcome by evil. But don't hate them. They were overcome too, and it got inside of them. And then it was operating through them. They didn't even know what, was, what, they, were up, what they were doing. They didn't know. See? And so, instead of being overcome by evil, overcome evil with good. How do you do that? By not reacting. By not responding. Remember the old, there was a movie, some kind of a science fiction movie, and then at the end it said the, the only solution is to not play the game. So don't play the game of resenting and hating and judging and being angry. Instead, just watch like a little child. Just see, observe, wonder about things. God will answer. See, wondering is innocent. When you wonder and you don't try to dredge up an answer from within and you don't look to outside experts to spoon-feed you, but instead you hang on to your common sense and wonder about something, then God, there's a space there for God to answer. When you have some delicate moment with your partner, with your family, or with someone, instead of reaching immediately for some something that pops into your mind, or some something you heard, or something you memorized, Instead of you stand there for just a moment, you don't know what to say. You honestly and truly don't know what to say, but you want to say the right thing, but you don't know what to say. There's a little space. And then all of a sudden, well, it's, it's like a little enlightenment. Suddenly something comes to you, and it's the right thing. And it's beautiful. It's beautiful. And so you, you overcome evil with good. Now, about two people that are arguing, and all of a sudden one of them says, hey, it's not that important. And then they both laugh and pat each other on the back, and then they go off and go have lunch or something. Isn't that beautiful? It's overcoming evil with good. Okay? So now, take this little message and ponder it. And see if it doesn't awaken you to want to begin searching again for real answers. You remember what Christ said. He said, seek and you will find. Seeking itself is innocent. Seek for the wonderful things that you used to love when you were a little child. Search for the Father you've never known. And he will answer. Until next time, Lord willing, and the creek don't rise. I'll see you then. Bye-bye. You have been listening to Shedding Shackles with your host, Roland Trujillo. Now you can listen to Roland anytime by logging on to www.sheddingshackles.com. You'll find lots of free, helpful information, and you can also order materials or make a donation by using your credit card. 
Once again, the web address is SheddingShackles.com. Please remember that Shedding Shackles is listener-supported. Thank you.